This is The Real Magic Podcast. Learn about great design and use it to get great results. Now your hosts, Greg Merrilies and Alan Nunez. Hello, listener, and thank you for joining Alan and I today for The Real Magic Design Podcast, where we unpack our experience to help designers and business owners understand how to create amazing designs and work together to make design that is profitable. I'm Greg from Studio One Design, and here's my partner in crime, Alan from Pixel Partners. How are you, buddy? I'm awesome, Greg. It only took you three attempts to get our open rush. <laughs> you know what? I've been asked by our podcast editor, Jason from SonicPodcaster.com, why we don't just have that pre-recorded, yep. right? I like it. But you know what? From my point of view, whenever we read that out, it just reminds me of why we're here. Yeah, Do you know nice. what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, such yeah. an important statement for, for our business, you know. So I agree. It's a bit of fun. For our anyway. podcast, our podcast. You got it. You got it. What have you been up to, man? Oh, man, I've been, uh, been visiting my team in the Philippines for the very first time. And like you suggested, it would be far more beneficial than I could have ever imagined. So, I mean, just, yeah, just the relationships, like me building the relationships with the team but also them building their relationships with each other has just been really powerful. I mean, now in our business, you know, they're interacting more through our, you know, our communication channel Slack. There's a lot more jokes flying around, um, a lot less emoticons because I hate them. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so it's just, it's been really good and they're more productive as well. So yeah, it was a killer trip, man. What have you been up to, buddy? Oh, you know, I've actually been working on a lot of stuff. I've I've had heaps on. I've had heaps on. But I've been working on a lot of stuff from my trip to the Philippines a couple of months ago, you know, because like you say, when you're there, you you get a more intimate understanding of of what's going on. So I came back with a big list of things that I wanted to work on for the team and improve and and help them. And, you know, face-to-face is something that's just... It's really hard to do when you have a team scattered all over the world, yeah. you know, but the effort to bring everybody together, even if it's just once in a while, is, is abs- the effort is minimal compared to the results that you get when you, when you do it, you know. And I can understand mm-hmm. why these big companies like, you know, Kimberly Clark and Salesforce have these huge conferences where they bring out thousands of people to Las Vegas because there is something about everybody being together in one room. You know, yeah, really creates bonds and engagements. So. You're right, and you hit the nail on the head. Face to face, you can't beat it. No matter what situation you're in, whether it's you know a friendship or or a business situation, when it's face to face, you just get a lot better connection and, and a lot better outcome. Yeah, and um, we've become such a connected world that it's not the norm anymore. It's a Facebook message or a mm-hmm. PM through some other. A messaging app or a SMS yeah. or a, a, an email and you know making the effort to actually go out and, and catch up with people is is awesome yeah uh, speaking of that you know last year we, we often said you know get out of get out of your box go to events and yeah. things like that and and I went to an event last night and this is probably going to time date this uh, podcast <laughs> but one of the things that was being announced at the event was the change to Dropbox, you know, the introduction of Ah. the new app Dropbox Paper. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, And alongside that, they've announced, you know, Smart Sync and changing to to their pricing structure and stuff like that, Uh, which was really interesting. I mean, it's funny. I mean, you and I are pretty big Dropbox users, right? Yeah. And we've been using it for a long time. And I'm not really sure about this Dropbox Paper. You know, they're pitching it as a collaboration tool, but... 
I don't know where it fits in the market. There's just so many other collaboration tools out there. Why do we need another one? You wonder whether Dropbox is starting to potentially diversify away from their core business and whether that's going to be good or not. Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. I haven't, I've seen their email this morning announcing the changes for business. I guess it's kind of relevant because today we're talking about images and, and that's primarily what we use Dropbox for, storing images, etc., and designs. There's a lot of different options there. I'm actually overwhelmed with it. It's going to take a while to, to work out which one's best, but it looks like they're charging more for everyone in the business way account. way more which is also a really interesting one you know mm. look i guess if they're delivering the value and then it's fine you know it's it's not a big deal it's just the cost of doing business and their price hasn't changed for some time but yeah uh, good point yeah but still there are other competitors out there that are a lot cheaper like google yeah well look you know g suite is you can get the standard one for like five bucks a month. Mm -hmm. You pay an extra five bucks and you get unlimited storage, you know. So it makes, it's a big, big price difference. You know, $5 extra a month for unlimited storage compared to, I think they, they want to charge $30 per user now for a business account. Yeah, 33 Aussie, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was looking at the US dollar price, but yeah, you know, it's, it's a, I mean, that's a, they're really going to have to step up their game and provide exceptional value for that because i know that in our business we're already considering migrating to g suite it's mm -hmm. the logical thing to do i mean it integrates with so many things it integrates with a lot of the other applications that we use they give you unlimited storage yeah. they have an app that syncs files you know so it's it's uh it'd be interesting to see how dropbox goes yeah i agree watch this space but um yeah cool and tell us about this event what kind of event was it mate it was an event targeted at 3d design so there was a lot of people in architecture and the building industry at the event. Uh, I went because we do quite a bit of 3D for product work and I was interested to see, you know, they, they position the event as digital design in 2020. So what's mm -hmm. the future in the next few years of digital design? Uh, unfortunately, and I'm not going to name the event, but unfortunately it was I felt it was a bit of a pitch fest. Mm, you know, I have yeah. no problems with people selling from stage or, you know, seeding their product offering into their talk. But to do that, you should really deliver value. You know, I, I honestly didn't feel like I came out of that event with a solid, you know, this is something great that I can take to my business. Really? I felt like I had three, you know, discounted product offers shoved yeah. in front of me on the back of a feedback. Did they form educate? After. Well, I, I think that was their intention. I just don't know if they did it very well. Ah, uh, there you go. And so what's happening in 2020? What, what are we working towards? Well, it was targeted a lot more towards architecture and manufacturing. So, you know, rapid prototyping, how we go from 3D models that we're seeing on screen to essentially 3D prototypes being built very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. And then the next stage, which is where, you know, things can actually be manufactured straight from the 3D to the to the client, you know, oh, wow. whether it be customised automobiles, you know, special types of panelling in construction. But, I mean, imagine if you could order, let's use iPhone as an example. Imagine if you could order an iPhone, right, and you could have the back plate completely customised to you, not just an engraving, but yeah. the way it's manufactured has your logo embedded into it. And yeah, it's completely wow. uniquely made for you. Or maybe down a step, your iPhone case. So instead of Apple producing a million iPhone cases that are all the same, mm. when you order, you pick your customization and 
it gets manufactured straight from the 3D drawing and, and output and sent to you. Yeah, killer. So custom, custom's a future. Unique, you know, the ability to produce one-off items whenever it's required yeah. at extremely high standards. I mean, 3D printing has come a long way, but I mean, at the moment, it's still really prototype kind of things that people are making, models and things like that, and they still have to go to manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas what they're saying here is that the gap between design, prototyping and manufacturing is getting closer and closer and closer together to the point where, you know, once you've got your design and your prototype, it can go immediately to one off manufacturing and, and out it goes. Nice. It's, it was kind of interesting. Like I said, I, that's the gist of it. And that's about all I got. <laughs> yeah, right. Did they touch on like interaction, like augmented reality with the 3D objects? Yeah, look, they absolutely did. And in the context of construction and architecture, you know, what augmented reality and, and well, actually, they, they really just touched on it, that it will be an important part of the process. But they skipped over all this really oh, important really? stuff because they wanted to get to pitching their new piece oh, of software. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, and actually some of the stuff that doesn't even just me but you know we've been contemplating for a while how do we do more 3d work for you know projects and construction and things like that but there's some really interesting stuff about modeling you know how much light goes into buildings and i mean this is not related to the type of things you and i do every day and admittedly the software they were pitching was very very impressive Mm -hmm. but it would have been nice that they maybe delivered a little bit more on the education part of the design and in 2020 and less on the this is what our software does. Yeah, got it. Yeah. All right. And so, well, today we're talking about images and the power of quality product images. And I guess taking it one step further, you could turn them into 3D images. Yeah. Look, I mean, uh, we sort of came up with the idea of what the power of quality images because it covers uh, both services and product businesses. Mm-hmm. But I guess for me, it's more than just images. It's quality content you know and and then we're starting with images but absolutely you know we do a lot of either full 3d renders where you know we can change the lighting rotate change textures on surfaces but we also do a lot of 3d looking mock-ups like in photoshop yeah in photoshop adobe illustrator and we've got a couple of other applications that we use for it where you know somebody has a product but it's not yet manufactured Mm -hmm. so they want to see what the jar looks like with the label on it um and they end up with a flat image but they still get that 3d 3D feel depth and and context to it so nice yeah and we've been doing a lot of work for amazon businesses so big brands that sell their products directly on amazon yeah you know and having good quality images of the outside of the box of the contents of the box of other assets that are available to come with it is huge and and what we've discovered is that helps close the sale indeed yeah but what helps increase sales plural is what else they deliver not just what's on the sales page so you know things like really high quality um instructions with good quality illustrations that are easy to follow yeah how to videos now the lovely part about this is you're leveraging the same content you're just reformatting it into different channels so the illustrations can then be turned into an animated video of of how to use the product yeah and then they can be modified to show different use cases you know if you were buying a piece of cookware it would be nice to have five suggested recipes 
for example, yeah. that you could produce in that particular piece of cookware. So, you know, content is king and delivering value is king. I love this, man. Like, this is right up my alley from the point of view that we're really talking about a, a you know, instead of just a boring old product page with just a flat photo or a crappy photo of a product, you're taking it to a whole new level where you're being as helpful as possible through quality images and instructions and videos, and you turn in this boring product page into a more educational information page, which is really going to help conversions. Yeah. I mean, we just did a project for uh, a kid's toy manufacturer, right? So they were so happy with the response from their customers when, because what we did is we made like a how-to or it was actually a inspiration and then step-by-step of how to make something from this product, Mm -hmm. right? I can't unfortunately divulge the brand because it's one of our wholesale clients, but they were so impressed with what we did with the instruction sheet. And then we just made a video to show them what we could do. And they were happy with the video. They deployed it across their entire range. Wow. And then they came back and said, well, what other added value can we give to these customers? So they retrofitted their website specifically so that all these things could be available on the website. So, you know, if somebody bought a product, liked what they'd seen, went to the website, there was even more there for them to to leverage and use. Yeah. And then they could also explore other products that were available and see that the same quality of of after-sales service is probably a good expression of this, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's not just when there's a problem, here's service, but here's your product and here's all the other great stuff that we can give. Killer. Yeah, augmented reality. You mentioned that before. Yeah, I mean, that's taken 3D to a whole new level where, you know, you can actually put yourself into a model, a 3D model. So, for instance, let's say you've got staff all over the world and you could create a boardroom and people can be on the other side of the world and through augmented, augmented reality technology, you can pretty much visually have everybody in the same room. So yeah. they're not really there, but it'll look real. There's another company that does educational toy products and they have this awesome augmented reality app that 3D builds the models with their kits. Wow. So, you know, there's so much that you can do. Lego, uh, if you open the Lego catalogue, and I know we're talking toys, but it's just topical because it's something that we've been doing a bit of work on. Yeah. If you open the Lego catalogue and you have the Lego app, and you click on the models, they will actually build on top of the Lego catalog and then drive around or fly around or do whatever imagination play the child might do. You know, it just, it's phenomenal the content that is available out there today. Absolutely. Even down to, I mean, just, you know, that might be unaffordable for the average small business at this stage but you know just thinking about images and using using you know nicer images on your website and putting in an f sorry an extra effort to have a 3d render you know of the products or to even use like there's technology out there where you can take a 3d photo of like it just takes a series of individual stills and then there's a 
it's called Zoetrope and it's like a, a plugin for your product page where people can um, interact with that 3D product photo and move the camera view around to different angles so they can really get a, a good feel for it. Harley Davidson do this really well with theirs and what they do is they have the photo in situ so you know it's a Harley on an open road so you can really feel what it would be like to own that you know that Harley Davidson and then you can change the angle and it's just got beautiful scenery behind it as well so it's just taken beautiful imagery to a whole new interactive level. Yeah, it's phenomenal. And, and, you know, you say that it might be unaffordable to a small business, but I pose this question, right? Firstly, yeah, get your target set on it because, like, any technology gets cheaper very rapidly. So if you can be an earlier adopter, you'll actually get the most benefit out of it. And the other question you've got to ask yourself is what is the cost of not doing it? Not doing it, yeah. Aside from the fact that I can't divulge numbers, I can tell you that clients of ours have seen increases in sales absolutely categorically by looking at how to deliver more value in the pre-sale, in the sale, and in the post-sale mm -hmm. that is not necessarily related to direct revenue generation. You know, it's not like they're selling an add-on product. They're just offering something else. Yeah. And the, the inevitable effect is that they get more referrals. They get multiple purchases. They get people coming back and buying uh, more items more frequently. And so it's better for their entire brand image as well. Potentially ask more because you've got such a quality approach to everything. Hey, listen, I saw a really, really great one a few days ago. It was um, a journal, right? So this is a business journal. It's not a diary. It's not an organiser, although that is kind of what it was. And they had a lovely sales video, right? They had a beautiful product. It looks a little bit like a, a moleskin journal but it was designed by these people to make an effect make effective days for entrepreneurs mm -hmm. right and business people and it's uh, go and look it up it's it's called self journal right so i think it's a lovely product i think it's very well thought out i think it's very well designed but get this greg you can download the entire journal as a pdf for free wow right so yeah i thought about that and i thought they're giving away a product. Now, they sell them, I think here in Australia, it's $43 Australian. Okay. Right? Yeah. Not sure. I mean, I jumped between the US site, the UK site, and the Australian site. But what it enabled me to do was firstly download it and have a closer look. So I could print a few pages. I could see how it was formatted. They've got a beautifully written intro in how to make the most of this journal, mm -hmm. and I read it. Yeah. And... You know, at first, my first thought was, oh, I'm going I want to apply this today, but I've got to order the journal. Yeah. Right. But then I thought, oh, that's okay. I can just print a few pages and I can buy the journal. Now I worked it out. Even if I was printing it off my printer, you know, here mm -hmm. and stapling it or binding it together, it still wouldn't be the same as the actual journal. And I worked out the costings and forty odd dollars is not a big deal for something as well designed as this. Yeah, right? sure. But there's the power of content. They took something they already had. They would already have the designed PDF because they designed it to produce the journal. Yeah, yeah. That's killer. Yeah. Right. There you go. And do you have to give your email address to download it? I did have to give my yep. email address to there download it. And nice. they sent me a beautifully written email promising not to bombard me with Beautiful. emails, only something that might be relevant to me. And unlike so many other places that I put my email address in, I haven't received a daily spammy email on an autoresponder. Yeah, cool. 
Yeah. Right. So really exceptionally well well done. And you know, maybe they've got some beautiful photos of their their product, but maybe like a three D where you could flick through the pages on screen might be cool. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, to give more of a, a of a, a more interaction. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm on the Kickstarter page now for it, and I see they've got a video. I haven't watched that yet, obviously, because I've just heard about it. But you know, maybe that has a bit more in depth of what you can expect in the pages. Yeah, the video is quite good. You should watch it. Listen, go go and watch it after the the podcast. Don't go now. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you know, really, really cool example of of how they've leveraged content that they've already got. And, you know, it's, like I said, I was not going to buy it because I'm sick of buying those kind of, you know, books and organizers and I just don't bother these days. I think I've got a pretty good system. But they, they got me, you know, they got me hooked by giving it to me for free in PDF format. Nice, yeah. Killer, man, yeah, and that's really good conversion tip as well. Um, give a sample of, you know, of the real deal. In fact, this is the whole book, but just not an actual physical copy. Yeah, it's the whole book, which is crazy. Yeah. Hey, listen, I know what, what's going to happen. I'm gonna, we're going to have a whole heap of listeners saying, oh, but I'm a service business. How do I do that? I can't do a 3D render of my service. I can't, you know. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, I can't necessarily give a sample. Maybe, you know, it's a face-to-face thing or what have you. But I'm going to – we're doing a ton of work with this and, and um, we're going to be doing a lot more of it in 2017. But we're – here in Australia, we're a little bit behind with Google Street View, right? Mm-hmm. People are using Street View a lot more now than maybe they were two years ago. But most businesses don't even realise that you can have Google Street View inside your business, mm-hmm. right? So people can come off the street – into your your office, they can walk around, they can look around. So, you know, you're talking about the product where you can rotate the product yep. and interact with it. Yep. Or they can do the same thing as you would with Street View. Inside your business, yeah, I've seen that. It's cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you can do it. You just need to, you know, go and get a Street View photographer, preferably somebody who's a Google-trusted photographer, and get them to come out and pay the money to do it. And, you know, they've got plenty of case studies to show that, it increases conversion. You know, imagine if you uh, you wanted to go to a chiropractor, right? Well, wouldn't it be nice to see what the waiting room's like, what the, the actual practice rooms are like, you know, a doctor's surgery, a sports centre, you know, maybe a, a, an indoor soccer facility. If you can see inside and it looks good, you're much, much more likely to, to select that supplier for the service. Yeah, absolutely. And and just to take it to another level, like people might not have a, um, a premises or they might, might have a virtual team. So, you know, talking about the power of quality images, invest in good photography of you and your team. And that could potentially, you know, be a banner image for, for your main homepage. And if it's a quality image, then people are going to expect a quality service. So I think, uh, you know, we've said this before and I think it came from Taki Moore don't let your website and your imagery be the reason that people don't think that your product or service is awesome well what he actually says is i don't want people to think that i'm crap yeah because my design and my look and feel is crap right? exactly i was actually going to swear but i don't want to get explicit <laughs> on, the, on the episode but you get the point right so yeah imagery is so important you should always use quality imagery on your entire you know touch points every uh, online presence and, and print media etc and there's no excuses today you know really hiring a photographer 
today is to a certain extent cheaper than it's ever been before. I would highly recommend, if you don't have the budget, do it yourself. But I would highly recommend getting a good professional who specializes in your particular type of photography that you need to do the work because it has a huge impact, you know. And consumers are expecting really high quality imagery today. Absolutely. We've had a massive turnaround in the... I mean, I've been working in photography for, well, I hate to say it, well over 20 years now, right? And when I started, you know, high-quality product photography was exclusively the the expert... Uh, exclusively for expert photographers. You know, business owners just wouldn't even try and do their own product photos. Yeah. And with the advent of digital, everybody's decided to do it themselves. And that was okay in the early days of the internet and people's uh, standards were quite low as to what their expectations were, Mm. right? But the last two years, we've had a huge flood of businesses who are coming back to us saying, we've got pretty good photos, but they need to be better. Yeah, you know, I had a conversation just this morning with something a company in the US who's got their own studio set up, but they don't have a professional photographer, and their photos are okay. But they acknowledge they're not to the standard that they need to be, and they're asking us, "Well, how can we help? You know, where do we need to send our product? Where, which studio is best? Whether it's our Sydney studio or our Philippine studio, to get them done perfectly, because they're wasting." time and money trying to do it and yep. getting a bad result and it's costing them sales wow killer hey i've i've just you've just reminded me of a a new camera that i saw a landing page for just the other week it's called relaunch.com r-e-l-o-n-c-h.com now they've got an amazing according to the video an amazing camera as a service and this Apparently, when you take a photo, you know how when you're taking a photo, it could be on a DSLR where, the, you know, you expect it to be really good quality. It just looks all grayed out and pretty average. Well, apparently, this camera as a service has all these built-in filters to make the photo perfect every time, which is really powerful. You know what? I have not seen this landing page. Yep. But I've heard about this this idea, you know, so where where it is photography and camera as a service. Mm. I think I think it's really interesting. I'm actually going to have a much, much closer look after we get off this. <laughs> yeah, cool. But the, the, you're right, you know, and, and this is where we started getting this resurgence because we do – one of the core parts of our business is photographic post-production. Right, yeah. Right, so both companies and photographers sending us their camera photos to have them sent back looking perfect right? mm. because the reality is – the average photo out of the average camera yeah. comes out average. Yeah. It's good for, you know, home happy snaps, but it's not pro quality, no. right? And even my top-of-the-line Nikon digital SLR with, you know, a $3,000 lens on it yeah. still needs post-production. Sure, absolutely. A, a raw file, the actual raw, not the the the, the JPEG file, yeah, it looks yeah. terrible, you know. Yeah. So I find this really interesting, the idea of, well... All right, I'm paying for my finished photos, not paying for a camera. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And watch that video when you get a chance. It's just amazing. It's really cool. 
is that their sales video? Yeah, oh, yeah watch yeah. the video. I'll do it after because otherwise <laughs> it's kind of blaring onto the podcast. Yeah, yeah, cool. Awesome. <laughs> Mate, well, this has been killer. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. You and I, when we started this call, were kind of like, oh, where are we going to go with this? And we said, you know what? Let's just bring up some points and see where it takes us. And I think we've made our point to the listener, you know. Absolutely. Your content, your assets, your images you know, are super super powerful you know we are we live in a visual age where everything is about imagery and as much as design is important it's very difficult to tell a great story without great images so think about how you can expand that in your business to service your customers all the way through the sales process you know before the sale during the sale and then post sale. Definitely. And another killer tip, just have a look at your competitors frequently to see that they're probably evolving and getting better imagery and a better um, design overall. So you want to you want to compete with them always and always, you know, aim to be better. So that's my tip for today. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll add to that. I would say don't just look at your competitors, but benchmark the best businesses in the world, you know, and and strive to replicate the quality. I mean, they've got much deeper pockets than the average small business owner. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you don't necessarily need to do it on the same scale, but you can replicate what they're providing to their customers. Yeah, good tip, Al. Awesome. Unreal, mate. Thank you, listener. It's been a great episode. Uh, I look forward to uh, being here for you on the next episode. Catch you later, Greg. You got it. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to The Real Magic Podcast. Hear more at therealmagic.com.